The other day I was reading an article about Chrissy Teigen. And if you're not familiar with Chrissy, she's a model, she's a TV personality, and she's also known for being married to the singer John Legend. In the middle of 2021, Chrissy issued this huge public apology for a bunch of old tweets that she wrote about other people. I'm not going to rehash them here, but they were really reckless and hurtful to the people that she was talking about. Three things in her apology really stood out to me, though. She said she had a crushing weight of regret for the things that she tweeted. She said she was worried about what her kids would think of her if they ever found out what she did, and that being a part of cancel culture has impacted her mental health. Six months after the apology, she came back out into the public and she said, look, I've done the work that I needed to do to get my behavior back on track. I feel good. And I hope that people can forgive me, welcome me back, and hopefully you can see that I'm better now. Reading that article and listening to her process, it really made me think about how we handle ourselves when we make mistakes or bad decisions outside of the limelight, when nobody's watching. And when we're forced to confront what we've done or what we've said, what determines the path that we're going to take to rectify it? So here's my question. Do you think that we actually have the desire to genuinely grow from the mistakes that we've made so that we can finally move forward? Or do you think that we prefer the alternative? Let's talk about it. The Fields Effect. Reading this article and watching the way that Chrissy handled this It really made me think that part of our ability to grow from our mistakes is tied up in how we see them, or it's tied up in how much of an impact we think that they had on us. Because how many times have you made bad decisions and then thought, how much damage did that really do before you thought about how you were going to handle it? And I'm not so much talking about skill level mistakes that can be rectified with education or training or repetition. I'm talking about the decisions that we make and then when they blow up, we say we made a mistake. When we get swept up and we just go after whatever it is in that moment that feels worth it or that we want or that we feel like we deserve without thinking about how that's going to affect other people. We just put our foot on the gas. And so we're either deciding not to think about it in this moment, or we're consciously just making a bad choice and then hoping for no consequences. And most of us have been in this spot once or twice, maybe some of us three, four, five times. But if we find ourselves here repeatedly, then it really just starts to become less of a mistake and more a part of who we are. Because now we're making choices. We know what we should and shouldn't be doing, but sometimes we just let that thing pull us and we go against our own common sense and then we end up regretting it. Let me tell you something personal. If I close my eyes and I think about my own decisions, it doesn't take long to think about something that I wish I would have taken a pass on, but I didn't. You know my first reaction when I would get popped by doing something or saying something that I shouldn't have? It was always to minimize it, 
to act like it didn't matter and not address it until that behavior started getting in my way, until that behavior started preventing me from getting what I wanted. And so now it's one of the main things that I pass on to people when I see them doing the same thing. I tell them, listen, you can run that story until you come up against someone that knows better. And by the time you're face to face with that, it's too late. And I'll tell you what a turning point for me was. Let me tell you what my turning point was. The thing that really made me want to mature in this space is when someone said to me, so this is just what you do then. This is who you are. That was hard to hear. No matter who you are, that's hard to hear because that's a level of transparency that most of us aren't ready for privately, much less publicly. Because think about it. We'd rather tell someone who we are with our words as opposed to them telling us what they've learned about us based on our behavior. So we don't like that. We want to control that narrative regardless of our behavior. But at some point, it just stops working for us. And we have to deal with it. And we have to decide, do we want to be better or are we comfortable staying the same? And if we want to grow, how do we process this? Because when we talk about growing from our mistakes, we have to define it. We have to define what growing means. So that's personal, right? That's different for everyone. Everyone has a different idea of what they want to do here and what they have the bandwidth for or what they care about or, or what's at stake. Because for some of us, we just want to apologize. We don't want to put too much else into it. Deal with the initial impact. Listen, I'll feel low for a few days. I'll regroup, announce that I've changed, and then do the famous sweep. Sweep it under the rug so that it can be forever forgotten. Now, I don't know about you, but I love a good rug. But I never learn anything when I do that. Because once we apologize, we don't want it to keep coming up. We don't want to keep revisiting this. I've had countless conversations about this specific thing where people have told me how annoyed they get when their partner or their employer continues to bring up old behavior. Because once you accept the apology, the last thing we want to do is relive it. We just want to move on. And that's why we go this route in the first place. But if we want to take a route that's a little more involved, we will literally have to embrace the decision we made and figure out why we made it in the first place. And this one is hard. Because you actually have to think about it. You have to face it. And when we're recklessly making decisions, the last thing we want to do is put that car in reverse and revisit it. We don't want to look at why we did what we did. We just want to hit the gas and go forward. But if we are able to look at it, we have to decide, listen, if I'm in this situation again, would I do it again? It's important because you might get to this point and say, you know what? It just wasn't that bad. It's not that serious. And if that's where you're at, good. Now you know where you stand. And good for you for being honest with yourself because most people can't do that. They want to be associated with growing and evolving even when they don't want to grow and evolve. But if you do decide, I want to push myself and I want, I want to react differently, now you can face the consequences that come along with it so that you truly can grow from it. And this is why the story really got my attention because Chrissy did what she wanted to do. 
based on where she was at in her life. She did it without reservation, right? She just went for it. In that moment, she said what she wanted to say. But when it started impacting her life, when she started seeing the consequences of her actions, she had to look at it. And more importantly, she had to fix it, not just for herself, but for her marriage, for her kids. She had to apologize publicly. She did the work she thought she needed to do. And when she was ready, she came back and let everyone know, I'm better. Now, this is key because in this scenario, she still thought she could manage this part of the process. She decided what needed to be done, how long it would take, when she should come back and reintroduce herself in her time frame. I heard someone say at a speaking event, you can choose to make the mistakes, but you can't choose the consequences. And that got me. You know when you hear someone say something and it shakes your core because you know it's so true? For me, that was one of those things. You want to know why? This is the part that I think causes us the most grief and frustration. Because when we make bad decisions that impact other people, as soon as we do that, we don't control that process anymore. We can't tell people when to trust us again. We can't tell people how soon they should get over it or how they should see us going forward. We can't. We can't tell them to leave it in the past and move on. And that's what's hard for us because we still want to regulate it. But we can't because someone else has been impacted now and their process could look totally different than ours. And we have to deal with that. So let's talk consequences. We want to push ourselves. We want to move forward. This is the piece. What if I told you that when you do something, that it could be years, years before the other person was able to move past what you did? And during that time, they would bring it up over and over and over again as they work through their process of either getting comfortable with you again or getting comfortable with the decision to move on from you based on how you respond during this whole thing. Is that something that you think you'd have the stamina to go through? Because it's not easy. It's not easy to continue to look at what you've done and how what you've done has impacted someone else. And maybe you can if you think it'll be over soon. Like, this is a three-month thing. I'm going to have to deal with this for three months. I can do it. Maybe you can. But what if I told you that after all of that back and forth, all of that work, the end result for that situation or that relationship was to permanently terminate it, would you still have the desire to go through all of that? I ask that because actually going through that process can be what makes the difference between you making a you only live once decision versus a I don't want to live with that decision. Because when we talk about consequences of our actions, it's not our design anymore. We're dealing with fallout. And remember, these situations, they can be professional, they can be romantic, family, friendships, it all applies. But if you can learn how to understand, to respect, to embrace this process, regardless of the consequences, the opportunity to grow from our decisions exists. The opportunity to be better, to be stronger exists. The opportunity to be an example and to help others going down the same path exists. 
Even if it means we move on from one scenario, that's okay. We move to another opportunity. But what's important is that when we get there, we're prepared and we're aware of what we're doing and we take control of the narrative, right? Because we've already experienced the other scenario and we don't want to go back. Almost all of us have in one way or another, but we have the ability to choose differently now. And I think another hard part of this growth is having to admit that the reason why we feel regret is because it didn't work out in our favor. Let's really think about that. Because if we made a not so great decision and no one found out about it and we kept going, would it really be this difficult? I mean, would we feel any remorse or the need to be accountable for our actions? Would we feel like we need to urgently change our behavior? Probably not. What we're responding to is consequence. Ultimately, that's what this whole thing is about. It's how we manage, how we navigate, and how we respond to consequence through our decision-making. In that same talk that I mentioned earlier, they said, our fears are temporary, but our regrets are forever. That's powerful. That's powerful. So how do we help others? If we want to help other people grow from their mistakes, how can we do it? Here's one thing that I really wanted to make sure I said in this. We all make mistakes. We all do. No one is immune from this. But when we talk about making poor decisions, please think about what I'm going to say right now. This is something that I did not learn and that I did not understand until I got older and I saw it all play out and I want to pass it on. It's all good when we're in the moment and we're taking on the risks that we feel like we have the appetite for at that time. But depending on what we want to do with our life, a mistake can potentially cost us our future. For example, what if you want to go into a field where everything you've ever done, ever said, or ever written is up for review, for scrutiny, and it can disqualify you from an opportunity, something you worked hard for, maybe years, door closed. What if you don't learn that until it's too late? That's a hard pill to swallow. So how do we help others? Number one, pass that message on. Number two, share your story. Be honest, be open, be vulnerable, be yourself. Let them know what you've been through and how you move through it. This is a thing that I learned. You never know how your story is going to resonate with someone and how you're going to be able to help them. Number three, help them understand the consequences of their actions in a compassionate way, a supportive way. Help give them perspective. Maybe there's something that they haven't been looking at or they can't see. Help them figure out how that plays out. And the last one, number four, please don't judge them. Give people the space to talk through it openly because some of these things can be very personal. And having someone that they can trust to talk to can help them move through it. Just like the story about Chrissy that I talked about in the beginning, the repercussions of mistakes that someone makes can impact their mental health. So please don't judge them. Give the people the space. Listen, I love this topic because I have and I continue to experience so many of these things. I've learned so much through my own actions and my own behavior 
that I make sure that I take every opportunity that I can get to share what I've learned and share what I've experienced with other people so that they can grow or at least they can gain some perspective. And I even share the tough stuff and I even share the embarrassing stuff because that's how we all grow together. So if you've ever helped someone grow from their mistakes or you yourself have a story about how you've worked through something in your own life, reach out to me, share your story. You know I'd love to hear it. For more of The Fields Effect, check us out at thefieldseffect.com or connect with us on Instagram at thefieldseffect. Guys, click the follow button and lock in with us because sometimes looking at a situation from a different lens can change your whole experience. I'm Kimberly Fields. Thanks for listening.